Either speaks dog. My brother speaks technology. And if you put the two of them together, people who have their phone can now talk to their dog via the collar and Caesar is translating that information. As a dog lover, the first thing I want to offer to my dogs is safety. That's the first thing I want to do. So by having defense technology, automatically this is helping me to achieve safety number one, boundaries. What happens to my dog outside the house? So everybody wants to have an off-leash lifestyle with their dogs. Everybody wants to go to the park. Everybody wants to go to the beach. Nobody gets a dog just to keep a dog inside the house. If, if you are a true dog lover, you're going to take your dog to the outside world. 720 WGN Hyatt Chicago in the Skyline Studio and on the line with us we have founders and brothers behind one of the most exciting advancements in the pet world dog safety security all contained in a collar and making the most of interfacing with apps mobile devices and more and all the while collaborating with one of the biggest personalities in pets the one and only Caesar Milan the founders are Michael and Ken Ehrman welcome to WGN Thank you for having us, Tim. Thank you. It's great to have you guys on. You guys have a great history in tech, 40 patents between you. So let's talk a little bit about this. So why dogs? You know, what was the, I guess, sort of the inspiration of the idea, the genesis for the thing, and why the dog world? That's a great question. This is Ken. I will answer that. Basically, my brother and I have been working together for the last 25 years protecting high-value assets for Fortune 100 companies from a safety standpoint, forklifts, tractor trailers, rental cars. But unfortunately, about uh, two and a half, three years ago, I had to leave that company. Um, I then was at home, and my niece's dog got out of their invisible fence. And it was unfortunate because the dog was run over by a car and killed, and it was really devastating. My nieces loved their dog. And as we were bemoaning the situation... I thought about how the experience I had in tracking forklifts, trailers, and rental cars could apply to dogs. And really, knowing that GPS technology, satellite tracking technology, has gotten super accurate. You know, if you uh, look at your phone, it might show where the blue dot is, and it could be moving all over the place. But in our business, customers like Avis were saying, we want to know what spot the car was in. So to make a long story short, the concept was, Let's replace today's invisible fence, which is something a lot of people have in the suburbs to let their dogs out and let them get energy, with instead of needing a wire to run around the property, just draw it on the phone, have the uh, collar download that map, and the dog doesn't know the difference between a wire or a GPS signal, and when you reach the edge of the property, it automatically tells the dog, hey, you're at your boundary. And so... Basically, the most expensive and more difficult part of having a fence for your dog could be replaced through GPS, and that's where I said to my brother, you got to make this happen, and he took over from there. Of course, with Caesar's help on how to integrate with the dog and how to speak dog. <laughs> well, okay. First off, it's, it's genius. The other side of it is it's so common sense. It's so common sense and simple. And you know, the mother of invention is necessity. And that's where Uncle Ken had to come in and kind of save the day for future dogs for the niece. And, and it makes perfect sense. And it's the kind of thing you bring up the GPS and just the way that it's used, whether it's in mundane or goofy ways. I know our son does that Pokemon Go and it tells you exactly where things are and you have your world sort of mapped out for you. So it makes perfect sense. We, we always think of those... Inv- 
invisible fences as, and I'm sure that technology has been around a long time, but you think of it as kind of sort of cutting edge-ish, right? Because it isn't just a string that's attached to some kind of stake in the ground. For the listeners that may not know, how does that work? The traditional sort of invisible fence, it's a wire around the property, and then what does it give a shock? How does that, that technology or how does that system work? Michael, why don't you take that one? Right. So a traditional underground wire fence, like an invisible fence, is basically powered up from a device in your home, run through a wire that's buried underground. So that basically means that there's digging involved, digging essentially a small trench that goes around your property or wires pressed in. In some cases, a lot of work is required to get across something like a driveway or a sidewalk. But basically, that wire makes a complete loop, and a radio transmission comes out of it, a short-range radio transmission. And then the dog wears a receiver on its collar. So essentially, when the receiver comes close enough to that where the wire is, but above the wire, the radio receiver signals the collar to either noise or electrical stimulus to the dog. So it learns that boundary. And that's how the traditional system works. But it has a lot of limitations that our system eliminates because if there's nothing to install, you don't even need to own your own property. You could just be renting a place. You could just be visiting a place. And, uh, and you could still have such a fact. So, right, you could set it up at your house. You could set it up on vacation. Basically, now you could take your dog oh. with you and it sets up instantly. If you move houses, you don't have to go buy a new one. You just Again, you just take it with you. Yeah, and I'm sure the expense, and we'll get into a little bit of that and how it compares, I'm sure it's pretty extensive, right, if you're going to go ahead and put that. And now you're using you know, just the technology that's available to almost everybody on their smartphones and incorporating GPS into it as well. Through the process of what it is you guys were saying, it really matched up with a lot of things that you always hear Cesar Milan saying, whether it's like rules, boundaries, limitations, all that kind of stuff. And you mentioned helping to be able to speak Dog, so talk about that. Were you thinking, hey, we've got a great product. Who has the ear of, of a lot of people that love dogs out there? It would be him. He'd be a great pitch man. How did it get to be the point where you connected with Caesar? And was it more of a, hey, help get the word out? Or was there, you know, a collaboration on how to, to I guess, just make the thing work? Right. That's a great question. So when after the tragedy of my niece's dog happened, and I thought about this concept of the technology, right away I said, we need a dog expert to help make sure that we not only just replicate the functionality of today's invisible fence, um, I knew that he was someone we needed. So I was relentless in pursuing Caesar <laughs> in trying to uh, tell him about this idea because we wanted him involved in the beginning. So basically the way I would summarize it is Caesar speaks dog. My brother speaks technology. And if you put the two of them together, people who have their phone can now talk to their dog via the collar, and Caesar is translating that information. So he's kind of the secret sauce. So he's been involved from the beginning, whether wow. it's how the collar looks. He's been helping us for two and a half years in making sure this technology and all the training that's in the app, which is so fun to do. It's actually amazing because your dog responds to it because Caesar guides the entire training process. It is much better than today where, you know, during Corona, if you buy an invisible fence, you have to have someone come to your house and train your dog. This is something where, one, it's a fun training process. It's guided by Caesar. And also one of the best parts is that if your dog's already trained on an invisible fence, let's like, say you have one already, 
your dog already gets it. So there's Kyler, you can now just take your dog anywhere. I have a dog that's uh, eight and a half years old. She was trained eight years ago, and I take her to my friend's house, and she knows deep means fence. So I didn't even have to really go through the whole season while I'm training with my dog. It was so basically an immediate benefit to me who already had an invisible fence because now I could take my dog anywhere. I take her to the beach, I take her hiking, and I know that she's safe. Wow. So it isn't even either or, and it's like and. It's a way, just the mobility of it, I think, is is pretty amazing. Let the listeners know we're talking with founders for Halo, cutting edge collar and dog safety security technology, Michael and Ken Ehrman. So one of the things I think I saw online when I was doing a little bit of recon on it is that it isn't just whether it's as far as the motivation for for how the training works. And you mentioned there's a lot of things that you can do with it. So what can the collar do? Like, how does it work? And there's some things in there where it says encouragement. So is it like a chirp? Is it a noise? Is it like a vibration? What are the things that the dog will experience at Halo? Right. It's all customized in the collar. Mike, why don't you take it more specifically? But again, that's where Caesar's magic came in. Right. right. One of the things that we did is we worked with Caesar to figure out how would the dog best respond? And also, how do we turn what's currently more of a punitive system, like punishing the dog for trying to leave, into something that's more about just reminding the dog that it's not following its training. And that's really what the the collar is about. So what happens is as the dog approaches a border, it will start with a certain level, we call it a warning level, which you can configure, as Ken said, to a, a sound. It could be an audible beeping sound. It could be an inaudible dog whistle kind of sound. It could be a vibration. It could even be Caesar's famous, because that's built into the collar. Right. It has built-in <laughs> voice recordings as wow. well. Wow. And, and if the dog ignores that warning and just keeps moving towards the fence, it will escalate automatically and immediately. If it ignores that even further and continues and crosses the fence and continues to move away, it will escalate yet again. You'll get notified on your phone. But really, that's just so you know that happened. But the goal is to get the dog snapped out of a distraction. The dog gets distracted. We're just trying to snap it out of that. And as soon as the dog is snapped out of it, it'll come to a stop, and we stop giving it that feedback. We want it then to turn around. So when it turns around and heads back home, we give it encouragement. You will train your dog on what we call the return whistle, which is basically like a dinner bell to call your dog back home. So as soon as your dog comes to that stop, the dog will hear that return whistle and it'll be trained and you'll have trained it to know that means come home. And it's an encouragement to get the dog to come home so you don't have to go chase after it. The dog will know already, oh, when I hear that sound, I've got to go home. Right. Somebody amazing, my there. dog knows that whistle so well now. And, you know, I was at Caesars Ranch two weeks ago and he had a seat herder there who's an expert in training dogs, and he was showing how uh, the sheep herding dogs respond to the whistle. And he said, by the way, dogs respond to whistles more than someone calling their name. Like, if I call my dog's name maybe 50% of the time and listens to me, but if I use this whistle command on my app, I mean, it's almost like a video game. My dog comes right to me no matter what it's doing. I mean, it, it is a, it's like I'm speaking dog. 
Okay, so on on the training side of it, we we adopted a rescue dog last month, and so we know that the dog can learn. And of course, with Caesar's help, there's no problem there. Everybody understands the power that you have with uh, with Caesar Milan, and and we understand that they'll be able to get it. One of the things that I think is really great about dogs in general is, you know, of course, man's best friend, been with us forever, and everybody from little kids all the way up to senior citizens enjoy the company of their favorite pet and their favorite dog. So we know the dog will be able to get it but the technology side can be a little intimidating a little mysterious so talk about how that works and how it's easy so some of our listeners that are thinking this sounds great it sounds wonderful but i don't know if i can handle or kind of get the hang of maybe working it through the phone or the app how kind of user friendly is the phone side of the halo collar well we've definitely been working on it for about two and a half years on the phone side of the app to make it user friendly and we've been through many phases of development where we had Companies uh, test the usability of it. Then we had a beta test with about 100 users. Now we're in the early adopter phase, which is 3,000 users who are providing us feedback every day. Um, We have 100 people working on this technology full-time every day, and we're taking that feedback and incorporating it back into the system. So the bottom line is user-friendliness is key one of the most important parts of the design of a new technology. But what's also great is compared to our old company where we were doing things for 25 years, we aren't bound by what we used to do. So Michael picked the best and the greatest technologies to adapt into this app, whether it's our customer service or anything, because we could pick anything we wanted to based upon the fact that we were kind of starting from scratch. So I definitely think that we want to continue feedback, but the usability is a very high. It's so easy. If you just you just imagine looking at Google Maps and you put your finger on the cor- four corners of your house, and that creates the fence. It's that easy. Wow. Yeah. Also, just keep in mind that the collar. Once you set up the collar, which we make very easy, as Ken said, the collar is really doing the work. You don't need to sit there with the app to keep your dog contained. You can check on it anytime you want, and you'll see exactly where your dog is and what it's doing. But you don't need to use it once you've set up the system. The system is going to keep your dog safe, whether you're looking at your phone or not. You guys, of course, the 25 years in the safety and security, you've seen technology work in advance and, and just opportunities and possibilities just expand for what can be done. And so we're looking at what it can do now is part of the thing that the listeners should probably know is that if there are either advancements that may just change with the app, right? So you may be able to keep your collar and then just, and maybe there's some of these things we're not even aware of yet. Some cool things that may either be possible or you guys may build into the whole Halo experience that can just be sort of an update on your phone. Absolutely. Yes. Go ahead, Mike. I was going to say we we designed the system to be remotely upgradable, and we're going to be for uh, the people who are part of our Halo pack. They'll be eligible for upgrades over the air. There's nothing to do to get the upgrade. You just uh, while the device is charging, it'll get upgraded. And we do have a roadmap of great new features already in mind, some of which we could talk about. And then, as you said, there'll be new features we haven't even thought of yet. And some of those might come from our early adopters and our, our great users. So we're very excited about that. One of the biggest things that I would say that's going to be part of the experience is we're going to have ongoing webinars given by dog training experts showing you how to use your collar, not just for the purposes of defense, but to have a better trained dog. So if, for example, you say, oh, my dog jumps on the couch, we're going to have almost like Peloton where we're going to deliver content to dog Halo users, the halocollar.com users, 
We're going to deliver ongoing content. We're going to have it scheduled during the week. So depending upon what kind of problems you're having with your dog, if you are having any, you'll have expert trainers trained and certified by Caesar, including on certain cases, Caesar himself, who will show you how to get the most out of this collar beyond just the first. Okay, so wait a minute. So initially you come in because you're kind of taking the place of uh, of the invisible fence and, and certainly the applications there. It's it's obvious. Those are those are great, especially being able to walk your dog or train your go to play at the park or travel or do whatever you want to do. Are you saying so it's basically not just a collar that replaces the fencing option. It's basically a trainer built into the collar. So let's say the dog jumps on grandma and she doesn't like it. There's a way to build in or gets on the couch. Like you said, there's a way to build in some training, whether it's positive or or maybe some corrective reinforcement in there. You can build that kind of stuff into. You can train. You can just build training right into the the collar experience. Exactly. Jeez. And on the grandma one, she could uh, if she has a phone or a Bluetooth on her app, the collar could uh, detect that and tell the dog to stay away. <laughs> oh, poor grandma. She's got to warm up. She's got to get used to it. All right. So we're going to get down to some of the things with any kind of advancements, the research develop. We, we know you guys have put a lot of years, multiple years, a couple years into this. You, you engaged one of the biggest celebrities in the pet world to get on board with you. So we know that there's a lot of potential and merit there, but the price, right? And so when I was thinking those invisible fences, I know those aren't cheap. So if it's something that can not only replace that, but that can make it mobile, there's going to be some cost involved. This isn't just a another collar. This is something really special. And I think the possibilities are really kind of unlimited. So talk a little bit about what it costs and why and how people can, uh, can get on, on board with Halo. Okay. So currently it is selling for $699, which is about three to four times less expensive than an invisible fence would cost at a typical house. But in addition to that, you're going to get Caesar Milan training. So if you think of the cost, if you use Today's existing state-of-the-art technology, uh, that the $699 currently represents, we're talking about you know, potentially $500 to $3,000 for training, $1 to $3,000 for the invisible fence, $100 to $200 for a tracker, not to mention when if and, you know, there's over a million dogs, uh, 10 million, I'm sorry, dogs that are lost every year. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. If you just go on your computer right now and Google it, how many dogs are lost? and how many dogs are run over by a car every year. The numbers are staggering. 10 million dogs are lost, and 1.2 million dogs are run over by a car. At least that's according to Google. So when you look at the magnitude of the problem, you know, you see lost dog signs everywhere, and you hear those uh, problems all the time. So, you know, this is, to compare to a child, this is some people think their dog is more valuable than that. We believe that yes. at this price point, you're getting incredible value. Well, right now we're in the early adopter phase, but when we go to mass production, which is sometime in the middle of November, in time for the holiday season, the price will go, you know, you won't be able to get that $300 discount. Okay. Well, so we're going to have some links up at WGNRadio.com for that as well. And it's the kind of thing, too, that, you know, for people to be able to understand that even a tragedy, even a personal tragedy, that's not the, you know, the magnitude of, let's say, the things we're dealing with the pandemic, but your niece losing the dog was the inspiration for a lot of this that is going to help not only nieces, but everybody all over the place. And just the 
I think just to bring some of that expert training in, there's so many people that never even enter into that kind of mindset of trying to get their dog trained, you know, past maybe, you know, sit or some of those other things that can be done. So the potential, the possibilities are kind of limitless and we're excited about it. So before we let you go, give information on uh, the website where people can do that. If social media for people to catch up with your adventures and how people can get in touch with Halo. Sure. So you uh, go to www.halocollar.com, H-A-L-O collar.com, or you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at at Halo Collar, which is uh, pretty simple. Michael and Ken Irma, exciting stuff, changing the world uh, in a bunch of different ways and uh, excited for what you're doing. And thanks so much for jumping on the show today. Thanks, thanks for having us, Dane.